cliffcentral.com. Hello, indeed it is Cliff Central and this is Beyond Ears and Eyes. I'm Shemaine Harris. Welcome. I'm Liesl Tom. Welcome from me and to our controller, Palesa Mabuye. Thank you once again for holding our hands and making us sound great. We love having you here. Mm-hmm. And today we have a very special guest. Now, I want to give you our WhatsApp number just in case you want to um, send us a WhatsApp. Send us a WhatsApp to 79 and our guest is Aisangoma um, Mushe Mulibatsi. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Mm-hmm. So, hi, Mushe. So, what does it mean to you, the word Sangoma? Um, it, it means to me uh, a gift. Mm-hmm. Uh, a way of life, a gift, a gift is a way of life. This has always been there, uh, in all African cultures. And, uh, I guess see us or heal us have been there in different cultures throughout the world. And, uh, so to me, it's a, it's a gift. Maybe not so special because it's in, within us all. Uh, but however way you are chosen, it's important. Um, you, you would have different clans, like I come from Bataumba Maled. Uh, at that time, uh, or at least at those times, there would be a one who would be chosen to, to guide that, that land, to, to, to heal that land. Uh, but of course, with intermarriages, uh, everyone, it's, it's welcome to 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 come and be healed by by me or whoever it is out there. So when you mean um, to lead or heal the clan, you're not you're speaking on a spiritual basis. You're not talking about the chief or the queen. Yes, um, in in the Basutu culture, for instance, the the chief or the king would have their their own healers healer. Okay. And a seer. But the clan itself would have someone more central who's not, uh, you know, in Someone contact. reachable. Well, someone so, reachable. You, you know, yes. that doesn't have to sit in the courts of the king. Sure. Okay. So what is the difference between a, um, Sangoma and Inyanga and a herbalist? Or are there differences? Uh, you, you've got different, different gifts. Uh, and I'll name, name them more in Susoto. Okay. Uh, you've got what we call ngakachicha. Which means? Ngakachicha is someone who... Seeking. No, ngakachicha is someone who would know the herbs. Okay, so, all right. A herbalist. Know, yeah, a herbalist. Yeah. He, knows, he knows the herbs without necessarily having the connection to uh, the finer psychic worlds or spiritual worlds. And then you have ngaka in Susutu. Uh we, we, we now have fewer of those. I, I know people use, use it inter, interchangeably. And they but, are? But Dingaka were, were the people or the people who are initiated straight by either the, 
the spirits from from the from the rivers or ancestral spirits or both without a without a teacher wow and you would have lituela mm-hmm. uh, they normally wear a lot of beads and we should <laughs> not uh, make a mistake of uh, uh, confusing lituela and mondawo the way they they sing their songs and the way they beat their drums uh, is quite different. So you'd have okay. But you have to also come back and tell us who Mundao is. Yeah. Okay. I'll, so I'll, don't forget that one. Sure. <laughs> okay. Now, uh, Lutuela. Essa Essa was given where the Lutuela spirit comes from. Uh, the seers, my trainer in Kwakwan, that Mukwena. He tells me that Lutuela comes from the river. Now you call Tugela River. Mm-hmm. Uh, where it starts uh, up there in the in the Trakensberg Mountains, uh, this cloud uh, of consciousness came out of there, but only the seers at the time could see it, and uh, they asked it uh, as their story is narrated, "Who are you?" And he said, "Kilituela," okay. and hence Tugela River. It together. Okay. Okay. Wow. So, uh, okay, so from now I'm not going to say together. <laughs> Leave uh, that alone. <laughs> uh, and then Mondao, mm-hmm. from, from those who have trained me and my own research, uh, basically comes from Mozambique. And uh, Mondao is a spirit. Uh, it, is, it is set to to be in in Indian Ocean, particularly in Indian Ocean, and at some point, uh, Mondao in their whole life, they 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 seek to at least be in the Tugela River bath or do whatever that they are asked to do, but meanwhile they can use uh, the designated rivers uh, for healing and and other things, but not all the Mondawas. Uh, use rivers, though they are all connected to rivers, but they're not all initiated into into rivers. Moshe, I want to get to the initiations, but before we do, when you speak about spirits, when you when you said you know the Montau spirit is in the Indian Ocean, what do you mean by that? Um, are we talking about nature spirits? Are we talking about what? I don't know. Uh, there are nature spirits, and you you again have interdimensional beings. Uh, from from my understanding, the the spirit, the, the water spirits are inter- interdimensional beings. Okay. What what could you break that down into two sentences? Does it mean they live? There and they live here at the same or, time. Uh, okay, they are here and not here. Okay, it depends on where they need to be, but they 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 have an ability of uh, a supermind consciousness where they can exist in different locations at the same time in different parallel uh, universes, parallel universes, or 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 dimensions. Mm-hmm. And their intentions the are their intentions good. Or, or are they ambivalent? As far as I know, the intentions are good, uh, many of them. But I would want to believe that, you know, as there are 
positive and negative people mm, mm. within the and i would i would really like to 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 mention this uh distinction that you've got spiritual wealth from my understanding and those are pure clean beautiful beautiful wealths mm. where everything is just one with everything mm. and then again you have astral worlds this is where our mind or our etheric body or what we call the life force uh would be something or some worlds which their vibration are more closer to our physical existence mm-hmm. so within those worlds it's 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 like infinities within infinities worlds within within worlds uh You've got beings, just beings in the world, positive and negative beings, positive people and negative people. So some of some of these um, mm-hmm. uh, spirits, uh, some of them are malicious and others are not. And do they assist you, these these water spirits, in 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 your healing practice? Sure, sure, they are. Uh, many cases that uh, one does not know how to deal with. One, first and foremost, I, I should say this uh, because this is this is this is a sensitive issue that you know traditional healers uh, have got nothing to do with God. In fact, that's that's where we get you know our permission from. I'm so glad you're going there. So glad uh, we get our permission from from there. Hence, when you look at all African cultures, had their name of God in Basotho, we call it Tatamachol. You know, the the actual word is Tatamachol. Uh, we've got Mudimu that is used, you know, regularly now, by, everybody. by everybody. And it, it's it's like a it's a regular word. It's like oh my word, oh my God, oh my gosh. Yes. In yes. in that way, we even use it in a very slang way now. Yes. So if you are shocked or surprised, Mudimu comes in. Yes. yes. Mm-hmm. But so the, there's a higher one. There's yes. one that you don't touch. The most sacred. Name. Yeah, the most sacred one, Tatamachol, and Basotho have got their own prayer. Hmm. Uh, we. Black people or all cultures did not know God because of the advent of the Arabs or the Western. Okay, wait. Let's let's say they they, they there was that perception. People yes. from other cultures, yes. because it was in their God, they felt that Africans don't know God. Yes, and so yeah, so just just like just like in anything, uh, pe- people are people. We we like to impose our ideas on yes. others, be it political, be it educational, be it philosophical, be it. You know, he mentioned. I have to say this, Shemaine. <laughs> Sorry, and I'm trying go finger on, language on. here. But Moshe mentioned to me earlier. Him and his friends referred to it as war. We are right, and that's ah. where that's why people make war because we think yes, we, we are right. My ideas are better than yours, and we tend to always do war in the name of God, hey? Yes. And when you get to know God, it's like such peace. You go, what? As a result, it is created. Uh, Atheists. These are people who who say, if God is such a you know a loving mm. being, Why? how how is it that you fight? It's us. It's not him. It's us. It is our own impositions, and our own misunderstandings. You know, mm. our own limitations. But nevertheless, uh, so we, we 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 start by praying to God in everything that we do. Whether it's a new initiate coming to be helped. Are we be, talking about Sangomans now? Yes. All right. It starts by prayer. 
And prayer should not be seen as kneeling down and you know the usual way. The way in which we do it, we've got our own ways in connecting to God. Um, and the mis- misconception comes there that you know uh, traditional healers are, are evil mm-hmm. and this and that. We don't we don't know God and whatever. You. It's a mis- misconception that has got to be ironed out. Mm-hmm. We, we we talk to God first. We ask permission from God first. We are guided by God first, and all these other spirits, be it. Uh, nature spirits from land to to mountains to rivers to to whatever they owe their existence to god it's 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 a it's a journey between uh, us and them of helping each other going forward would that be similar to the way some people view god as being assisted by angels would these would these um nature spirits be something similar I, I I wouldn't say uh, assisted um, because I, I believe in I believe in a God who who created everything without assistance, but uh, He has created you know His agents you know for for whatever you know, purposes. purposes. Um, they've got a duty. We've got a duty, and our our duty is one and one only: love. Mm. Realize I love that. that. Realize that and leave it. Be it must be part and puzzle of who you are because that's what you are. Yeah. You are nothing but love. There isn't anything else but God, and God is love. Yeah. God does not have love. God is love. Yeah. Because that which has love, you automatically separate it from its um, um, its nature. And God, it's nothing but love. Mm. I also like this whole thing where you're very adamant about saying, look. Um, God, uh, you know, he's, he's done everything he, he, because it almost ties in with my thought of God doesn't need us. No. You know, and that is why. No. It makes me so angry sometimes when we talk about death and we try to explain death and we say, no, God called her because God needs her. And I'm going, why don't you just for tell the, why, the truth, yes. you know, just say. Needs her for the, the what? what? Yes, you know, <laughs> why God doesn't need us, you know. So it's, but, mm. Sorry, Shemaine, but you brought something up that, that, that I really wanted to ask, Moshe. And yes. within your framework... What happens once a person dies? We we, we have uh, our what do, do I call them? Uh, <laughs> death rites or funeral rites. Okay, that is helping the one who has detached himself or herself from the suit called the physical body, mm-hmm. helping them. I love that. The yes, suit, the suit. The physical body. <laughs> yeah. Yes, I love that. Um, to help them, you know, journey through um, back home. Um, it, it differs from one culture to the other. Uh, slight differences, though, but si- mostly similar. How do you do it? How does it? What happens? Um, who would be given some of some of uh, traditional leaders would be given a sign that someone is to go, but it won't be. A particular time that you are given, but you'll be given that that someone is about to go. And there are certain things that after that person has gone, um, especially if it's within the clan, 
certain rites that or certain rituals that one will have to do. Uh, that you know, the cleansing of the family, the cleansing of the of the suit itself. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, refraining from certain acts for a certain time. All those things are to are to help uh, this soul to journey to journey back. To back home. I'm and, sorry, and I cannot. Where does that? Where does it? No, no, no. There are certain things that I understand that you, you are divulge. not yeah. allowed to discuss. But but where does the soul go? Once it's left, once it's discarded the suit and the suit's been taken care of. Look, uh, I've, I've been shown puddling. The, um, you can go straight to the light. Mm. You'll be, you'll see the light. I've been shown the light and that more often than not, it'll come three days to seven days after you have detached yourself from the body. You can go straight to the light. You can give in to the light. You mean you can go immediately once your body stopped breathing or once your lungs stopped breathing or you can go, or in general it takes three to seven days to before seven you days. transition into the next life? Yes. Okay. You, you still linger around. Okay. Uh, you still linger around. You still see your friends and family and, mm-hmm. you know, and once the light is there, you, you'll go. Even when I was shown it, it sort of pulls you. Mm. It said that whomever it is that was guiding me said it's not it's not your time because if you let yourself to go, then the cord is cut between the body and and the soul, okay. and then this is what we call death. We are only showing you so that you can go and teach people that there is nothing to fear. Mm. There is absolutely nothing to fear. So this is the light. Uh, it has so much understanding by just looking at it. It's like it's a life. It has understanding. It has so much mercy, so much love. It's it's like. You just want to dwell in it. So but then the, the the other issue is we can get lost in the the worlds I was talking you about. You don't want to come the back. Astral, the astral worlds. Because we remember, you still hold on to your mind. A lot of us are so attached to our physical self. Existence. And what And what we have achieved and what have you. And we don't want to let go of that. But is that not ego more than the mind? Sure. Okay. Ego. But you're talking now about when you've died, but you're not, you're not talking about when you, uh, when somebody gets shown that uh, specific side of life where they go like, you know, oh my goodness, it's so gorgeous. I don't want to come that back. That sounds like a near death. You know, it's a near death. Yes, yes. As far as, yes yeah. it is actually. So, so who, who goes uh, faster, humans or animals when, when they die? <sighs> Who goes to can the I light guess, faster? Can I guess? And then you as the, 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 the expert tells us. I would guess animals go faster because they, 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 they're not no as based that they not, they don't have this ego thing. They don't yes. have ego. Yeah. They are always in submission from when they're born. Yeah. They're just always in submission of the one. Yeah. And when they die, it's an understanding and yeah. they go. But with us, we are so attached to, my Porsche and my 35 million rent house and my wife and mm. my friends and, and you linger around. And unfortunately what happens is that the light will close off yeah. because there's a certain time that it's opened up. And this is where you have the ghosts, what you would call ghosts or <laughs> unrested uh, yes. uh, spirits. Okay. Yes. And then, then how can you, can, can they be helped? Those they, people who they can be helped stuff. from one culture to the other, from one religion to the other. There are rites or rituals that mm. can be done uh, to help them go. Or, or like if you're a Christian, you probably just go and pray, you know? Sure. So, and if you, so this is also what I wanted to ask you because you were talking about the rites and the rituals and the, you know, there's that where you go, ah oh man, that's just beliefs, you know, because 
again, that whole thing of I just sat down, uh, burnt something and said one little prayer and it was gone. And then somebody says, no, you must do this. The other one must come. Then you must buy that. And then you must slaughter that. And then you have a hundred days of that. And then after that, you mm. know, it's done. But I mean, if I hear you say, if I hear you, it says like, you don't have to ascribe to anything specific. It's what what works for you. Sure. Sure. Okay, so here is one question that I want to ask. Animals are used in rights. And yeah. you know there's this whole outcry now. How can you use animals, um, you know, for for certain rituals, um, pass, yeah, rites of passage mm. or, you know, Births, um, deaths, all yeah. of that. Marriages. Marriages. Yeah. What do you want to say about that? Uh, that then, if we have an issue with that, we should all stop eating meat. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a, an issue with uh, people using animals for rights, then let's close up all the abattoirs. Mm-hmm. Because who said your way of killing them is a better way of killing them? Thing is, <sighs> We always understood that they 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 have a soul. So oh, some bef- people don't understand that animals have souls. Sure, okay, I, I understand. But we we always understood. As I'll talk on behalf of all Africans, and you can you can ask any African traditionalist. They will tell you that every ritual we do using an animal, we talk to the animal. Mm. We ask, we ask it. We we would have. Talked to God, talked to the ancestors, but we still have got to talk to the animal to ask it to sacrifice itself for this. And I can tell you from my position as a traditional healer, mm-hmm. you you see its sub- submission and allowing itself. Oh, for instance, oh. we are burying my brother uh, two years back, and he was working in Caltonville in the mines. He was an engineer there, but he asked before he passed that he wanted to be buried back home in Velcom. Mm. So I had to go there and fix stuff, you know, and do the ritual stuff. But my mom was on my on her way mm. with with the body. Now the the cow that was going to be sacrificed was wild. Mm. Was wild, wild. Nobody could and it was a big one. It was wild. I called my mother as they were coming with the body and I said, the cow is wild. What should I be doing? And she told me, no, you know what to recite. Um, recite that, talk to it, ask it, tell it. We are asking for its sacrifice to to help your brother to go to the other side. And I, I spoke to it and it came, it became calm. Mm-hmm. And it, it jumped out by itself. It jumped out of uh, the wagon. And they laid it down. Normally you'd need a, an army of men to mm. slaughter it. But only three guys slaughtered it. It didn't even, it was as if it, it, it just agreed. Mm. Mm. So we, we understand this. Not, not only that, but you know, even, even with plants, mm. even with plants, what we used to eat as black people would talk we talk to a, a fruit or a veg because we understand that there are elementals, you know, 
that are guarding it. Yeah. Though that is lost, but we used to engage everything. The, the water, the land that we use, the animals that we sacrificed, every little thing. Rain itself, we talk to it, we ask it, we thank it, mm. and we thank the oneness on top of, on top of it all. The thing that you also mentioned when you said that when you said that the animals go into submission, now they they part of a family. Yes, we forget that we yes. go. I'm just going to take that and I'm going to slaughter that, and we're going to eat. Um, what do you then do with the family of that particular animal once they've gone? Because I have seen grieving, as in like serious grieving, and the animals actually going to the place. Where that particular one died And it goes on It can go on for days Especially for mammals, yes You know, yeah mm. So so what do you do then in that case? Um, do, you, do you go back and talk to them? Um, you know it's a, it's a natural process Especially for mammals uh, uh, That emotion is there mm-hmm. uh, But because At least from, from the spiritual point of view As you're looking at That's it That's what I'm looking at yeah. they, they, they will grieve And there's nothing really much that you can do Except that you can see the understanding mm. Though they understand And they understand that the chances is that They themselves are going to be sacrificed mm. The griefing still goes on And there's nothing that one can do Except to feel what they feel mm. Yeah There's nothing much that you can do But you, you would see the understanding that there is They do understand that, that they're going. it had to Unless if it was violently oh. done Like the way we do it in abattoirs You know yeah. There's no communication whatsoever We just kill them for, for, for production For money, for this You know And there's no understanding There's so much grief And so much resistance from them But with, with the way the, the Africans and the Arabs And whoever else out there Who used to do these things that way those who see, those who are gifted with the seeing, like like myself and many others, you would you would then connect with them and and realize that the griefing is there. Like like I'm griefing about my brother, mm. uh, the griefing is there. But at the same time, there's that understanding that you know it's a journey going back home for the both of them. Hmm. Well, Sha, as you were explaining that you know you speak to the animals and you speak to the plants and you speak to the rain and the land, you also mentioned you speak to the Ancestors. Now, of course, for people who don't know, that is the one thing, one of the, the stereotypes they attach to Sangomas, this idea of praying to the ancestors. And I'm putting that in huge quotation marks because you're not praying to them, you're praying to God. But yes. what's the deal with the ancestors then? Um, because they have, uh, they, they have been people who, who were living on the physical realm. And who have made the, you know, their mistakes and they have tried their level best. And they lived to the plan as far as they could understand the plan by the one. We believe uh, that now that they have passed and they left their bodies behind and they are in much finer spaces than where we are, uh, we believe that we, we should be in, we should be in, in connection with them to God. Why are we doing that? We can always talk to God straight. I mean, we don't, we don't need them. But it is, it, it is the question of knowing that we still are doing that which is not supposed to be done by us. You know the internal moral compass within you when something is right and something is wrong. And nobody really teaches you that. But as humans, we do these things because we rationalize the, the inner self. So, 
we we talk to the ancestors to say we we are humbly saying to you because you are in finer spaces please on our behalf talk to the one above because we are still put it in religious ways sinning mm-hmm. you know going against the voice inside so let them be at least a connection to the one so it's more of a um I should be clean, but I'm not. And uh, I'd rather use the one who's clean to talk to the one. Kind of yeah, thing. and we can yes. use all the help we can get. Yes, but nevertheless, nothing really stops you from talking to the one. So you quite straight. So if I see, if I hear you, it's like the ancestral um, duty, or not, not duty. Duty is maybe the wrong word. Um, function. Um, could be a to medium. just be an intercessor, yes, a yes. medium and a guide. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, what would you, as a Sangoma, because I can hear that you know that we are hurting as humans, as a, I don't know, as the world, as on this plane. What would you say we need to do to start um, doing right by ourselves, our planet, um, the lives that we were given? Um, you know, what should we do um, to move forward in a better fashion, which is, yeah. The, the guidance has always been there, is there, and forever it will be there. It doesn't, it doesn't mean we don't have to hear it every day. Did you ever see a mother not tell her child every day what's wrong? You know? I mean, you do it even when they grow up. You go like, you should not do that. That's yeah. a reminder. So remind us. Remind us. us. So, like I said, like I talked about the the internal Compass within us, the moral internal compass within us. Mm. Um, we we need to we we need to find a way to silence ourselves. Mm. Uh, we are not silent. We may be quiet at times, but we fail to be silent. Ooh, can I just say that again? <laughs> we may be quiet, but we fail to be silent. Yeah. Sometimes. Yes. Yes. And. Um, that's, that uh, the holistic silence is the ability to be. In control of every moment and every action that one takes, and more often than not, we we are what we think of ourselves. Mm. Uh, the inability for us to be able to transcend the the mind or to still it, to make it calm down, that is that is the challenge. Mm. The only way for us to transform ourselves is to reach that point of stilling the mind, making it calm. Um, because we are reactive, you know, uh, you see people in Santin, in, in Rosebank, wearing their clothes and their Porsches and whatever you. You have a and thing against Porsches, do you? <laughs> it's the second time you're talking about Porsche. You know, no, I, I'm, mention, I'm mentioning it as, as one of the tokens that we, we, we define ourselves. Uh-huh, uh, it's one it. of those things I'm that we define ourselves. With you. <laughs> yes. yes. So, um, we, we we see ourselves more of of what we have created mm. the material world yeah and because that that tangible. creates that creates so so much noise because you want to protect it mm-hmm. you know you don't want to lose it so mm-hmm. it creates so much noise because you've got to always react towards the idea of losing it mm. and as a result we forget how to live our lives making a living we forget how to live our lives mm. so we can only have a full Bodied life by being in control of the mind, by silencing it, by 
making it to, totally still and transcending it and being in a zone that has got no time, no so space. It's, it's easy if you, but if you don't know how to, then where do you start with that? I need to silence my mind, you know. Yeah, I just I, I just want to, to interject there because okay. you keep on skirting around this. Something Moshe said to me earlier, and I know those weren't your original words, was that, you know, when we pray, we talk to God. Yes, I'm But listening. when we meditate, God, we listen. We so, listen to what God is telling us. Yes. Uh-huh. So it's through meditation, yes. 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 It's through meditation. Uh, it's not so much, like I said to you, Lizelle, it's not so much about who God talks to or speaks to. It's about who listens. Mm, and you can absolutely. only hear God. You can only hear God when you are silent. I mean, when you are still. I like that. You do, do you know the work of um, uh, Neil Donald Walsh? Have you read? Yeah, uh, Conversations with God, one, two, three, and communion with God. Yeah, he's just, he's like, he's like just like the co- talking to God guru at the moment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all right. Because he really gives you some information that you go, this God that you're talking about. I want to be there. I want to go there. You know, it's not like now nah, I got a, I've got stuff to do. You actually want to just go there because he makes God and the way God communicates accessible. Yeah. You know, it's not a, a I don't know, a church thing. Uh, one master like, once told me that there can never be a going there. Mm. You can never really go there. Mm. You can never go to God because mm. everything is God is here. The one thing that one needs to do is to realize, mm. awaken to that awareness, mm. the realization that God is here, has always been here, is here and will always be here. Mm-hmm. That's, uh, that's the goal. And again, I want to stress, uh, and I'm not talking from the mastery point of view, but through the practice uh, that one is doing, I can, I can tell you just how much in control I'm becoming in my life, the, the control that I'm, 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 you know, concretizing in my life because of the the, consta- the consistency of the practice of meditation. Mm. Um, the ability to let thoughts pass through. Okay. You see, our, our, our biggest thing is you, you have a thought and you entertain it. And there are 100,000 thoughts down the line after an hour and you don't actually know what you are angry about. You don't even remember the first thought mm. because we are always in a reactive mode. Yeah. But meditation does that. Um, the one, the, the love, the, the eternal one is always in control. Mm. And he wants nothing from you except to remember your nature is love. How relevant is the practice of being a Sangoma today? Everything has got its era. And I think um, as much as we, and I'm going to sound very controversial, uh, as much as we still, you know, want to say it is still relevant and, you know, whatever. But I think it's time is passing. Mm -hmm. I think it's coming to it. I think everything's amalgamating. Everything is getting from the... This person, that culture, that person, everybody yeah, so becoming one, one unit. Yes, I think standing out there as a, as a sangoma and being a leader of the community, and you know, being seen in that light, it's fading away. Not because it's a wrong thing; it's because time change. Uh-huh. You know, uh, 
the human evolution has taken its place and the time for that has passed and there's a new consciousness, there's a new awakening. There's also that thing where we go, you know, when you see uh, Sangoma, you want to go, Makosi, <laughs> you know, and all those things. And yeah. you go like, and it's, it's becoming also, again, it's becoming very fashionable, yes. you know. But in what context can one actually use it? What, what, it's, what is its sacred space, you know? Yeah. Where do you go? Can you just, you know, so when people see you, do they go, do they do that? Or they just, you know, say nothing? Or is it only, you can, or is it only the Sangoma that can use that within what uh, they're doing? It's, it's, it's customary when you know a Sangoma to, you know, to engage them in, 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 in such fashion. Not, not entire, entirely, um, a must, mm-hmm. but it's just a customary thing. A lot of people, like where I'm staying now in Mabopani, a lot of people don't know because, mm. um, for other reasons, I'm, I'm not, I'm not practicing like that, though I'm still connected to, to those worlds. And in my own little space, I, I still do my own practice, but uh, the healing of others, it's, I'm not doing that now. May I ask why not? Um, I had my issues. Okay. <laughs> All right. We've passed that by. Go yeah. on with the but, conversation. But, <laughs> but and again, you know, one spiritual master that I met, uh, you know, showed me another perspective altogether. Okay. To say, what you have missed is is the reconnection and the awareness of the one. Okay. And you should not leave this that that path. You should not leave it, but you should. Always be in remembrance of the one. You can enhance it. And, and enhance it. Mm-hmm. Yes. yes. So, so again, when, when is it okay to say Makosi for us general people, normal man on the street people? I guess at any given time when you greet them. Okay. If you know they are. Can, can say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. But usually we'll say Makosi when we are, you know, in, in that space of healing and, uh, Okay. Of reading. Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, the gimmick thing where you go, can you read my fortune? Does that still happen? Where people go, tell me what's going to happen. Yeah, people still do that. Is it I, worth I guess, it? I guess, I guess it's a natural thing for people to find certainty and okay. to want to know uh, what might happen. You know? Okay. Um, so people still do. But it's not an exact science because you can change it. Yeah. Okay. It, it, it depends on choice. There you, you know? go. And what I see normally. Uh, or what we see as Sangomas, we see just but one part of endless possibilities mm. about you, depending on the choices that you make now. Mm. But you can wake up tomorrow and make Change another choice, mind. and that whole thing that I saw has swift to another reality altogether. Awesome, Moshe. I'm so sorry. I'm going to be the nasty one to to to. To interject and say we're out of time. Okay. It's been such an absolute pleasure. I still have so many questions for you. Uh-huh. But, um, you know, maybe, maybe we'll continue this conversation another day. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. From thank me, Liesl Tom. Take care. Moshe, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. From me, Shemaine Harris. Be good to yourself. Cliffcentral.com.